July 20th, 1978. Oh boy, oh boy, today is Thursday and that's lasagna day. Cat food! <laughs> I can't that, describe the last panel, there's no dialogue. Also, I had to like peer around the microphone oh my to God. see it. Oh I'm my. in second class citizen place again. Oh my God, this... We're, we're straight out of the gate with some horseshit. Is that what we do? Not I, really. I also, the way that you've made me sit in order to like talk into the microphone properly, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm actively observing this Garfield comic rather than talking to you, and that's not what I want from either my life or this podcast. <laughs> but you must observe the Garfield. No, I'm going to move comic. around slightly no, this way. Look, I'm still talking into the microphone, but I can talk to you more easily. Well, I'm going to talk to the Garfield comic now. Well, you always do. <laughs> Muttering to myself at night. You've got one in your back pocket that you take out whenever you need to have a particularly difficult conversation with yourself. Right, imagine. And you, and you take it out and you and you describe all of your hopes and fears to the Garfield podcast. Podcast? The Garfield, yeah. To the Garfield comic, like it's a little worry doll, and then you put it under your pillow at night. That is fundamentally one of the saddest things I've ever heard. That's, <laughs> that's heartbreaking. Isn't it? I mean, I was thinking carrying like a little book of Garfield comics like a yeah, chick just read at people yeah so I can witness aggressively people. yeah or like leave them so like have you heard? oh a chick tract and tract. Garfield mashup I bet someone's oh, done that oh they must exist yeah that sounds like the kind of thing that would exist on a train station or on the back of a tube seat or, mm. yeah you know, the people a... were not prepared to accept his message <laughs> Mondays are bad actually Mondays are bad whatever the opposite of the Sabbath is that's your Monday. Maybe right it's there. Thursdays. Go on then. Because we've just read that out. Oh, I got of course like the comic. Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It is a podcast. Well, it's about Garfield, but it's not about Garfield. It's the sort of thing that Catherine, my co-host, would say just like this. Hello. God, God damn it. God damn it. I How are you? I set you up for these things. I'm sorry, I, my mind was drifting away. What did you say? <laughs> God damn it. I was thinking too hard about Garfield. It genuinely having, was. I was, big Garfield I, I was distracted by the pretty colours on the screen and I just got really Jeez. into Garfield. This is why second. I sat you with the microphone right in front of you, because if you see too much Garfield <laughs> at once, it's like staring at the sun or some sort of... It's it's like Langford's Basilisk. Yes, it just it, it resets my brain. Yes, that's 100, so you... Yeah, what were you on about, sorry? I don't know, Catherine. Were we introducing ourselves? Yes. I'm Cat, hello. Oh my God. Hello, and I'm Guy. This is an unedited, unresearched, unplanned Garfield... Ungovernable. An ungov... A maidenless podcast. <laughs> um, welcome in. This is the 32th episode. Is it? We've been doing this for, for 32... That's exciting. Now, that's 32 hours, give or take. I mean, some of the, the earlier ones were quite short because we did actually focus on reviewing a Garfield comic strip. I think we've really found our feet. Um, I, I don't know why, but I was expecting you to point down at your feet and go like, there they are. Yeah, um, well, I just... I don't know. I don't want to think about feet. No feet on podcast. No feet on podcast. Um, oh, there probably is like a foot fetish podcast. Oh, don't. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but that's not my particular yum, and therefore it is yuck to me. <laughs> Welcome to It Is Yuck To Me, the fetish review podcast. With oh, that Cat would be Kelly. so disrespectful. <laughs> like, you know, I do, I do fully recognise that, you know, for some people that's a thing and that's okay. But I don't want to think about it personally. Not in the sense of, you know, like, not enjoying a well-turned foot, more in the <laughs> sense that 
some people will be well into Garfield's feet and that. Oh, that, that some people will be well me. into Garfield's feet. That really feet. distresses me. That's fair. That's Welcome to the only <laughs> Garfield feet podcast that mm. we're aware of. Don't let us know. Do not correct me on that. No, I mu- it's I must not a Garfield not Feet podcast is what I was saying. Oh, right. I thought you were like correcting the, the only one. Oh, You're my like, God, no. Are you aware of other Garfield Feet podcasts? There, this isn't a Garfield Feet podcast. I don't want people to get ideas. I'm categorically stamping that one down. With your we're, feet. We're nipping it in the bud. It's not, no. We have talked about Garfield's Feet, though. Oh. I don't want this to be a Garfield's Feet podcast. Let's talk about something else, then. Sonic the Hedgehog. What about feet. him? Oh no! <laughs> no. I, I think today's energy is is me being more of the problem than you, and that that seems quite unusual for these podcasts. Really? Yeah, you're a grade A dick. <laughs> am I? Yeah. I didn't know that. Why am yeah. I a grade A dick? Well, just your thoughts and deeds. <laughs> well, the, the I, thing, the I'm things doing you, my best. The things you do and say. I'm doing my best. But your best is the worst. <gasps> Not in a, like, morally, not qualitatively. <laughs> oh, that I can live with. Yeah, yeah. It's not that it's not enough. It's it's just that it is The bad, energy actually. I bring. Yes. No, I think I'm bringing, I'm bringing the energy of someone who's actually had a little bit of a rest over the last few days. Mm. Um, but I've been quite busy as well, so. I'm not sure how I'm going to hold up. So, uh, listen, oh, cats. Uh, listeners of this podcast, yesterday I um, I ran a barbecue. I was the owner operator of some slowly cooked food. It was very good. It took about ten hours all told. Mind your feet, I'm going to move which my Which means a bit. that this morning my chest feels quite tight because I've been effectively inhaling smoke for ten yeah, hours. Yeah, to speak from the diaphragm, and so I, it doesn't wear your vocal cords out. And it's well, no, it, it's it's just the opening of the chest itself is difficult. Um, Hot shower, steam. Well, not while I'm podcasting. Then it would be all glub, glub, well, glub, water sounds, water sounds, water sounds. Would it? In a shower? How are you taking a shower? That you're making glub, glub, glub sounds? Well, I'm making glub, glub, glub sounds sometimes. I have a little what shower is glubbing? Glub. Well, shower things. What is glubbing while you're in the shower? That's a bath noise. Well, shower stuff. <laughs> That's a bath noise. <laughs> this is absolutely maidenless behaviour. <laughs> what is, what is well, that? No, do you not have a little shower glub? No. Making a glub sound. Why would I? I'm in the some, shower. I'm getting clean. Been, someone's been showering. There's not enough wrong. water to glub. That's the whole point of a shower. It's more efficient. You don't get, you know, glubbing opportunities. You, you don't get glubbing opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Glubbing Opportunities Podcast. It's just an octopus going Very with good. one of its little little suckers. Little... I was about to say tentacles then, but octopuses don't have tentacles. No, wait. What the fuck are you talking about? Hang on a minute. They do. That... An octopus no, without a antennae is, is what I was thinking of. No, octopuses don't have tentacles. <laughs> no. I genuinely thought you saying octopuses don't have tentacles is going to be like you saying that Garfield isn't a cat. No. And my... you're going to be like, oh, actually, they're fucking hooves. No, no, my, my brain's gone a bit on the fritz. So, yes, I've inhaled a whole barbecue and now my chest feels funny. And so yeah. I'll be probably talking in shorter sentences because I'll just have to take great wheezing in-breaths between. Oh dear. Yeah. Maybe you should wear a filter mask next time you're doing that's it. That's what I said earlier today. To Did you? you. Oh, yeah, yeah I, 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 that's my idea. That's it. Yeah, like one of the fancy ones we've got. Mm. For the reason of particulates. Mm. It, it happened every time. And like every time the morning after, I'm like, oh, my chest really tight. Oh, God, is it COVID? Like, no, I've, I've just stood in front of a firebox inhaling smoke. 
Yeah, that's not hours. good for you. No, it's not. No. It's not. Oof. What? Just thinking about the man who I heard about who was disposing a lot of cannabis in a chimney. And when I say the man I heard about, this categorically isn't me. I'm not this fucking stupid. Disposed of a lot of, like, cannabis sticks and stems and the 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 stuff that is not usable in any recreational capacity. Disposed of them in a chimney. And thought not to waste an opportunity and stuck his face over the top wow, and breathed in. Wow, no, don't do that. Which, that's just going to cook your lungs, isn't it? <sighs> Terrible idea. Real, real foolish. Oh, no. Don't, like... No. I mean, you could get someone to just sort of stand and waft. And waft it with a board. Yeah. Maybe. But it's still coming out hot. <clears throat> oh, absolutely not. Should we get a chimney? Not for that. Should we get a chimney? Is that the sort of I'd thing that you'd I'd quite like a out? fire pit. I'd like a little fire pit. Or something, and we've got more space now. We have now that you've got rid of the ivy. Yeah, I've I've um, properly cleared out the garden a bit on one side. So um, you may not be able to see um, (laughs) because this is a podcast, and you're not in our house. And if you are in our house while listening to this podcast, that's that's weird. Talk to us. Um, The cat did a lovely job clearing the ivy out of the garden. Yeah, it's all on one side. Very nice. It just it had been neglected for a few years, and it didn't look too bad. It was just taking up far too much space. Speaking of things that take up far too much space, in our lives, Garfield the cat. Do we have to? Do we make a start? Go on then. Well, we don't have to. Have you got anything else you'd no, like to cover? No, not really. No, no. What um, is this, by the way? Oh, that's a USB key that somebody posted to me. In the shape of Garfield? Oh, in the shape of Garfield, yes. Um, <clears throat> I then disconnected I'm, my I'm computer really... from the internet, um, ran some checks and opened it, and it contains lots of pictures of Garfield. Nothing salacious, just, J- just, Garfield. just JPEGs of Garfield. Um, I don't like that we <laughs> now have loads of Garfield tat in the house because people have sent us Garfield things. Well, I was going to say this I don't like that. For, the, for the end of the podcast, but fuck you very much to Jenny Alcock for sending a genuinely horrible pin badge in celebration uh, of our 30th episode. Um... Uh, no. I I don't like that I can't see it. I mean, I don't like seeing it, but I also don't no. like the idea that it's gone rogue somewhere. Uh, just a very cursed, very bad pin badge that I now own, uh, which I'm quite tempted to leave somewhere. Did we tell somebody. everyone on the podcast about what happened when the locksmith came round? Oh, I don't think we did. Ugh, it was awful. It was real bad. So basically, <laughs> one of our friends, who is an amazing artist and has an absolutely ghastly goblin sense of humour. Full goblin. Very, friend. very funny. Um, Zizi Fothsy on Twitter um, came round to look after the cats while we were away. Terrible person. Absolutely ghast. She's great. Maidenless. Maidenless, yeah. Um, and she, while she was here, um, she beforehand she had produced what can only be described as like the worst dregs of deviant art style Garfield Mpreg fan art featuring Hank Hill. Featuring a very pregnant Hank Hill. With a very muscular Garfield, protectively draping his tail. Oh, it's horrible! It's and a speech bubble saying, "Damn it, Garf, y'all done knocked me up again." Absolutely ghastly. And it's something that she she drew herself. She's a very skilled. She is, yeah, yeah. And she she uses those powers exclusively for evil. Yeah, and she do it in the she did it in the full knowledge that this was the most goblin thing she could possibly do while she was in the house and hid it in the house and she hid it behind the door. Um, Normally, we keep the living room door open just for you know ingress and egress and cat movements and all that. 
Um, and, and so she, she put it on the back. She put it on the back of it, so you can't normally see it. Um, and then the locksmith came round to fix the lock on the back door. We put the cats upstairs and closed the door so that, um, oh, God, oh. so that they couldn't get in. And oh. then the picture was still there, and we didn't notice. And at one point, he was struggling to open the door just with this picture straight in front of him. And then I realised it went, oh. Yeah. Oh, Katie. Yeah, the, the, the door was shut. The picture was at locksmith head height. And it Is was... it still there? Yes. Did you put it back? Yes, of course I oh, did. The picture why was... Why is that up in our house? Well, Katie went through all that effort to draw it. It seems rude. Um... Yeah, at locksmith head height, he was oh just standing God, there. Just the thinking t- about it, everything is puckering. What I enjoyed about this... How do you explain it's a terrible inside joke there were, there from were, a terrible person? There were two things that were good about this. One, he he just he was just standing in front of this inexplicable oh painting for a good five seconds. Absolutely And then ghostly. you asked him if he needed help opening the door. Oh, my a God. A locksmith. I know, I know, I know. whole job is opening doors. Like, oh, well, oh you're having, you having trouble thing. with that it door. Sticks. It sticks. Oh, fucking does it. it she says to a locksmith, <laughs> oh does it? Does, does a door stick? Oh, I've never encountered this. <sighs> <laughs> It was I, a, a ghastly day. And then, then while while he was outside collecting his smithing equipment and potentially rethinking all of his life choices, I took it down and hid it. And so when he came back in the room, it wasn't there. And like, what if he questioned himself? <laughs> like, just came in to, and like maybe maybe cast a glance to double check to see if it was there, and then and then didn't see it and had a moment of. I just imagine heavily pregnant Hank Hill with muscular girl. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. It's so cursed. So cursed. Extremely cursed. Anyway, so yeah, that's what happened with the locksmith, and it was ghastly. It was ghastly. And yes, speaking of ghastly, Jenny Oldcock. Fuck you. Horrible thing. I I don't want this stuff in my house. (laughs) I mean it. I don't want this stuff in my house. We should have a little shrine. I want nice things in the house. I want peaceful landscapes and seascapes and, you know, pictures of flowers and, and, and actual flowers. And I buy you flowers you sometimes. Do, you do. And, I and insist nice, that they're snacks nice, and that you eat them because yeah, you are a horse, I but I, I buy you flowers. I just, I'd like nice things, but what we get is this instead. That feels like it's about our marriage. It's not. It's about I the mean, Garfield stuff that gets sent. Mm. I'm nice. <laughs> you are. I just don't want people to send me Garfield things. Well, I think this they... is not... I genuinely mean that. <laughs> I absolutely mean that. Do not send me Garfield things. It will go in the bin. <clears throat> it will just straight up go in the bin. I'm taking a stand. Are you? Yeah. I think we should have a shrine. No. I think we should find a place where we can like have a... <clears throat> Maybe in the shed. So... Living is a joke to you. Of course it is. I, I want some nice things in my life. Living Apart from a... you, obviously. <laughs> Fucking hell. You're I'm... a nice thing. Right. I was going to say, let's sort of set a timer for, not an egg timer, for how long it'll be until Catherine destroys me. But living is a joke to you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, like... Well, you... what I mean by that is, <laughs> okay. you know, like, when there's nice things, you don't appreciate nice things in the sense of, like, flowers or, or 
nice so pictures. What, what do I appreciate? Horrible not, Garfield it, Mpreg fan fiction. I do not appreciate this. <laughs> this is the... I, I do not feel good about these. These do not bring me joy. Why are they in our house, though? I don't know. Uh, anyway, we should probably look at a comic. We should probably look at uh. a comic. <laughs> right, the first panel we see Garfield sitting on the floor very, very fatly. He looks even fatter. I think he's just sort of I think Davis has kind of realized that fat Garfield is like one of the founding principles. One of the tenets. Yeah. Um and so he's made him even rounder. He's sort of almost square, actually. Mm. He's so round. Um very seventies looking limbs. Um yep. something about it reminds me of like um the softness of a well, a yellow submarine cartoon. I mean, that was the sixties, but still, say the softness you know. of a yeti. No, um, I don't like that. That's happening. I need to check that everything is connected on my computer because oh. I've just noticed that one of the hard drives disconnected and reconnected. Oh dear! The recording's fine. Um, I don't know where it's being recorded to. It hasn't saved yet, so we're all okay. Oh dear! But yeah, that's that's troublesome. Yeah. Um, can I point out Garfield's pupil direction? This. Yeah, he's looking at his own thought bubble. He's looking in two directions at once. Yeah, he's in a very warlike. That is very funny to yeah. me. Um, there's a, the combination of his smile, which is quite a sort of benevolent. He looks quite cute here. Yeah, actually. A, a benevolent smile and two eyes that are just going. Like live in their own life and not mind. Yeah, him. all over the shop. That's very fun. Like, it's a bit cross-eyed. He's a bit cross-eyed. It's very funny. But he very he charming. does look like he's looking at his own thought bubble yes, above he his does. head. But I think he's just supposed to be kind of staring off into space in throes of ecstasy. Yeah, he is. He is delighted at the concept of lasagna. Yeah, and I. Oh, this is the second lasagna mention. Is it? Ding. Yes, because there was the one where. Oh he... yes, there was the Earl lasagna. <laughs> yes, Earl lasagna, mm. who of course invented the sandwich. Lasagna a sandwich? It's got layers, like an ogre. God damn you. <laughs> well, it has. It has. Um, that's that's annoyingly good because of, like, layer and layer. Yeah. what you've done. And that's... Well, I was um, thinking more of, like, onions. An onion. I know you were thinking of an onion. I was thinking but, of Shrek. But you also, you said it in such a way that it could mean, like, a, a, a layer such as a dragon. Yeah. Or a Shrek would sleep in. Yeah. Yeah. Does Shrek have a lair? I thought he had a house. Why are we talking about Shrek again? <laughs> you did this. You brought this on yourself. Um, I don't think a lasagna is a sandwich, but it's sandwiched, if that makes sense. Oh, that's awful. It, it, is, it is not the noun of sandwich, but it has gone through the process of being sandwiched, ED. Pop tarts are ravioli. They are. They're okay. sweet, posh ravioli. Could you eat? A cereal that was Pop Tarts but small. <gasps> so not like Golden Grahams, but like actual that's little so cute. Baked, baked I thought, goods I thought with that a jam like, inside. Isn't there a cereal that's similar to that? Like the genuine, like I'm thinking it's got like little bit like chocolate hazelnut or something in it. Oh, like the crave, something sort of like thing. that. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean like a full-on Pop Tart scenario. A little bit of icing, sort of whatever. What's the Pop Tart material? It's like biscuit, oh, but I don't not. Know. Is it, it is like it's just miscellaneous biscuit. Sort of it's mostly corn syrup, I think. Mm. They're very American. You're wobbling back and forth quite pleasingly yeah, when, you're, when um, you're talking about Pop-Tarts. It's because I'm trying to keep my back and hips moving. Oh, I see. I yeah. just... It's not even for a fun reason, it's for pain reasons. Oh, um, that's a shame. Yeah, sorry. Um, don't be sorry, you do what you need to do. I'm just enjoying this. 
like sort of wobble. Like a little, like, like the, I'm at sea. Like the Goombas in the Mario Brothers mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> when yeah. when Luigi starts waggling one from side to side. They do a little dance. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're doing. That's such a fucked up film. I enjoyed it. Like, I, 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 aesthetically, uh, I think it's great. It, it's close to John Carpenter. You like it because it's an agent of chaos. It's a manifestation of chaos. What would the Sonic movie look like if that Mario movie was like the Sonic movie? What's like successful? Mario. If the Mario movie had been successful and spawned an what, entire genre? N- no, like what because was, weren't they planning on making a Sonic film? But then, like the Mario I, film just I tanked. Don't know. I'm, I mean, like what? What would a Sonic film look like in that style? Because um, you could do it with like, because you know, machine. It would look like the Chemical Plant Zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that would look cool as hell. Yeah, it would look like the Chemical Plant Zone. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that in the third film. Oh, because they had um, Labyrinth Zone. That was really... They've got an opportunity cute. to be like in a in a lab. Mmm. Ooh, for, maybe there for is. For reasons. Oh, skill, skill. Those lads were very funny. As we discussed in the previous episode. Uh, yeah, it's weird putting that N in episode. 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 That's not the word. Podcast episode. How badly can you mispronounce the word podcast? Hob cob. But a gob is a good. Fucking hell. Yeah, I mispronounced it really badly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I quite like wearing glasses because now I can remove them to rub my eyes. And it it's really, a powerful gesture, isn't it? It really underlines how sick of your shit I am. Hey! And yet, every day I wake up and choose more of it. Oh, I'm going to sit on the edge of my chair so I can I'm, just... You're literally on the edge of your seat. I am, yes, yeah, so I can stretch my leg out. Podcast. Right, so, yeah, Garfield's thinking to him. Garfield is thinking, oh boy, oh boy, today is Thursday and that's a lasagna day. He looks um, really delighted about the prospect of lasagna. I like this Garfield. This is a fun drawing of Garfield. He's really cute. He cute. And his little he nose is silly. cute. His nose is cute. His smile is cute. He's, He's got a, bit... a really sweet little impish grin, doesn't yeah, he? He's... This, is, this is a cute Garf. And a world of difference from last week's Nightmare Garfield. Oh, that with was the, the, with the horrible the one with the postman, the, wasn't it? The, Ugh. The, yeah, real bad. Real, it's like real bad. the opposite bad. of Postman Pat last one. Yes. I didn't. Like, there's a lot of ginger-haired kids in that village where only one character is ginger-haired. <laughs> Are there? There's a lot of fucking gingers in Greendale. Didn't Postman Pat have his own kids? No. I think he did. None he admitted to. I'm sure he had, like, a wife and kids. I don't remember them. I don't think he did. Well, I don't think they got... E- even if he did, I don't think that stopped him. Oh, yeah. Going around while everyone else is at work. Housewives answering the door. Lots of ginger-haired kids. I fucking bet I they are. I think that was sure. the intention. Like, Mrs. Goggins had white hair. She could feasibly have been ginger white. And I think, I think, wasn't the Reverend something or other? Didn't he have white hair as well? I used to love Paceman Pat because I think it was set in the Yorkshire Dales um, mm. and everyone had a Yorkshire accent. And so for me, it was just like, oh, it's just normal. It's just up the road. It was really sweet. My dad built me a Pat's van, um, which was, I must have been, I don't know, six. And just above the height of a six-year-old, um, maybe five feet across. That's pretty big. Four feet tall. With wheels, you could open the door and sit in it. You could open the bonnet, and it, uh, yeah, and it was, it was bright red, had a little insignia on it, and little little wheels. Ah, yeah, he built it by hand. It was lovely. I think it's now currently um, being enjoyed by my niece and nephew. Oh, that's really sweet. There's a picture oh, of me in it with a little toy, going. with a little toy Jess. Oh, being postman Pat. Nice. Yeah, postman Pat did 
delivering some letters. Yeah. Tapping up the housewives. All right, love. We used to do that sometimes. Like, we would just write letters and deliver them around the house. <laughs> it's quite charming. Yeah. I might do that for rude letters for no. you to find. Making tea, I just I want you? nice things. I don't want rude letters from a proto-postman pal <laughs> in Bizarro World. Oh, I just like, oh, making tea, are you? Oh, fucking leaving leaving the bag in some water, yeah? Boiled the kettle, have we? Oh, I fucking bet we have sunshine. Yeah, a bit of that, just as a little... No, I'm thinking of you. I, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. I mean, it's nice to have the attention, mm. but it feels very disrespectful. Yes. Which I think I've just summarised, like, the last 14 years. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Disrespectful attention. Are other relationships like this? Or are they nice? I don't nice? know. Oh, <laughs> that's so mean. Oh, well, no, you're nice. It's just a... Oh, no. <laughs> that's so mean. Everyone write in and tell Guy how mean he is to me. I'm very nice to you. You just said a horrible thing in public. People don't have to listen to this. I mean, no, they don't. <laughs> don't listen to that last bit, please. Uh, rewind to get to before that last bit, and then fast forward to here, so you've not listened to this. Mm. Good. I'm glad we sorted that one out. Yeah, we're very good at this. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Welcome to Yawncast. It's the podcast like, within a podcast. I had like eleven hours sleep last night, and I'm still yawning. No, I probably because it wasn't massively brilliant sleep. Mm. I do not wish to yawn. I don't think I'm going to. Um, pr- probably won't. Should we move on to panel two? Yeah, yeah. I know that you were stretching your back out and your your hip flexors there because you were in pain, but it did look like you were sort of stealing yourself and recoiling from Garfield. Yeah, column A, column B. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just going to say final thoughts on the first panel. I do like how soft and round Garfield is. That's um, what I was going to say. I thought you said you were going to say um, he looks soft like a Yeti when you were saying like a yellow submarine. No, soft I was like thinking No, I was thinking of that style of animation, which would is a, quite round. Would a Yeti smell bad? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Unless unless they really liked having like hot Bathing hot like baths. a capybara. Yeah. But don't capybaras smell bad? Probably. I don't know. I heard recently, I think capybaras smell miff? bad. No. Like I don't a, think they can. Like a long um, cat, what are they called? Mustelids. Ferrets. Possibly, but I think capybaras are herbivores, and herbivores tend to smell better than carnivores. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I'd heard somewhere that they sniff they, a they vegan niff a today. Maybe they intentionally niff. Okay, like it's a, a choice of smell. I don't know. Maybe yetis do that. Okay. Only they've got, like, Calvin Klein. Well, there's the, there's the skunk instead. ape, which is... Like it's an ape yeti. that smells. Yeah, it's like a yeti, but smells bad, and that's like another cryptid. Is that real? Oh, it's that, a cryptid. Is that real? No. No, well, I genuinely, why, why wouldn't it be if, you know, it could just be an ape that smells bad. It would that be a doesn't, very disrespectful thing to call an ape. Doesn't sound ape. entirely out with the realms of possibility. That, an ape that smells bad. That sm- oh, you're an ape hey, that smells bad. I smell lovely. I've had a shower. Mark it in your diaries, kids. Uh, it's the 18th of April. Uh, so if the you're composing first... your letter about how mean Guy is to me, <laughs> you can add that one to the bullet list. I'm lovely. I buy you flowers and pat you on the head. <laughs> and, what, and, li- and say that I smell. Yeah. <laughs> like a boy in the playground. Yeah, you do smell like a boy in the <sighs> playground. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, right, fine. <laughs> Panel two. 
Yeah. Um, Garfield is looking... So, right, out of the left-hand side of the panel, um, a hand appears. Um, it has a blue shirt. Um, it's an arbuckle sleeve. hand. It's an arbuckle <clears throat> hand. Um, and it's holding a bowl... Um, and the bowl says Garfield on it, and the bowl is filled with miscellaneous dark brown chunks. It looks horrible. It looks ghastly. Um, uh, Garfield is looking down at it in absolute abject horror. His he... eyes are wide, his ears are pointed forward, his mouth is downturned. Interestingly, for where this comic goes, he doesn't look angry. No, he, he looks doesn't. Dejected. He looks. This is this is this is horror and surprise, isn't yeah. it? He is a very let down. Like this not is horror disappointment. In the sense of scared, but yeah, he is genuinely. But it, disappointment doesn't quite describe it. It's it's extreme Crushed. disappointment. Crushed, yeah. He's, yeah, he's he's gutted. He's had the rug pulled out from under him, from yep. under his Thursday. Um, so we were given to believe in the first panel that Garfield is expecting, anticipating lasagna. Thrilled by the absolutely thrilled of. by the concept of lasagna. And in the second panel, um, a bait and switch has occurred. Um, there is there is as Garfield thinks to himself. Cat food! Exclamation mark. The and text that... is quite big and quite bold. Yes, in the yeah. Bubble. There's there's space around it, but it's it's bigger than the text. He's he is shouting this thought in his, <laughs> in his head. If you shout a thought in your head, how loud is it? Oh, yeah. ugh, this feels bad. I don't like this. <laughs> oh, also, I think two people trying to think loudly is possibly the worst radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this... Were you trying to do it just now? Yeah, of course I was. <laughs> Weren't you? No, because it's a stupid thing to do. Have <laughs> 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 I goaded you into trying to shout really loudly well, in your head? Well, you try it. Come on, I'll... I'll... No, because it's silly <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Well, so am I, but I'm here. Do you find yourself like kind of almost subconsciously using your vocal cords? Yes, when I yeah, when you try to shout loudly in your head. <laughs> For those who can't see, which is everyone apart from me, oh, that's weird. Um, guy is very solipsism. Yeah, he's sort of leaning forward with a very strained expression on his face. In my head, I'm going ah, but it's a. The way you leant forward said it was like you were trying to hear my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad radio. Do not, do not mime trying to hear my thoughts. No, no matter how nicely you cock your head and smile while you do it. Oh, dear. Have we just discovered, like, part of the horror of Garfield? What is that? He's no shouting one... very loudly, but no one can hear. I, well, again, what idiot called it Tom and Jerry and not I have no mouse and I must yeah, scream. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's he's so disappointed, and again, I find this quite funny. Yeah. This image of this this disappointed cat. Um, I think we're it's because we're at the stage in the Garfield um, canon where Davis is still he's got a lot of ideas, um, and he's mm. he's got a huge he's got buckets full of ideas. Um, and oh, what are you doing? Nothing. Why? What are you doing? No, don't do anything. Don't do anything. It might affect the recording. It won't affect the recording, don't worry. What are you doing? Look, Stop it. If you draw two little eyes on John Arbuckle's face... It looks like a little snake. It looks like a little man. Look. 
Like he's like a little oh my and that's God. his nose. Go look, back to the cartoon. His... But look, do you not think that's I do, but again, this is bad radio. No, but okay, folks at home, look at this um <laughs> oh. comic strip. Look at the third look at the second panel. God, don't go to the third one yet. The way John's thumb is bent over looks like a lovely little man, like a little soft character man with and like look, he's got little eyes now and he's like a little guy. Do you not think that's quite charming? A little bit, but Oh my god. Right. So you have completely lost my train of thought then. Well, All right, we're, I was we're reviewing about Garfield. Garfield. Are we? Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> well, it, it makes us sit next to each other and have a little chat for a bit. This, this is ding, quality. Ding, ding, Add that to the bullet list. What? This is quality time. Do you not think this is quality time? I do. It's I really nice. enjoy this. It's like, nice. Like, yeah. This is important to yeah, me. Yeah, it's quality time. So, I'm just not sure I agree about the little man. Do you not think that would be a nice little man? Like, it oh, makes me... oh, he it's... looks like the Shumi from Final Fantasy VIII, in the Shumi village. A little bit. The Shumi? Do you mean the Shupaf? No, that's Final Fantasy X. The Shumi people. Um, the head of Balam Garden was one of them, spoiler warning. And they were all like... Argh. Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. No. It also reminds me of... Um, oh, you know Popeye, the Sailor Man. spin-off. <laughs> No, no, Popeye the Sailor. What was the cartoon that was like not Popeye, but like people in the army or some fucked up weirdness? What? Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was like olive oil or no, the goon thing or some whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. It reminds me of that. That was weird. What was that all about? Why did that exist? Well, it was about a sailor that enjoyed Popeye and had a horrific allergic reaction to it. Is that what it was? I'm not getting strong. It's just an allergy. This is agonizing to me. What? I've got nothing to say about that. Um, I just think it's kind of mean. To Popeye? Yeah. He can hold his own in a fight. What? I don't think you need to come to bat... Immune to cyberbullying, brackets, unless it's about Popeye. <laughs> Close brackets. Um, he smokes a pipe, doesn't he? He does. That's not healthy. <laughs> no, on one hand, he eats lots of spinach, which on is the good. Other, he smokes on a the pipe. other hand, he smokes a pipe, which is a bad message for children. He's so also... was Popeye invented to get people to eat spinach, or is that just like an urban legend? And it was just spinach was just something that, you know, was, it was funny to make him to... <laughs> Funny to make him eat spinach. Yeah. Was it a comic in like a, a newspaper? It might have been. It might have been an animation. It's the history the of Popeye. Welcome to the history of Popeye. This don't say is... that. That'd be a genuinely interesting podcast. As opposed to as opposed to what this is. I think, as far as a little slice of life goes, there's something of the Alan Bennett about this. Yeah, in a sort of you know lady in the van kind of way. I don't. I, I don't have the reference that I'm going That's to assume. That's all right. The listeners that, will. That the lady in the van had a very handsome husband who was <laughs> lovely and kind to her mm. and was impressive, uh, both in stature and wordplay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the lady in the van in this case. but you the van? No. Oh, is it like a Transformers thing? No. Ah, oh, no. cool. What does it transform into? Is it a bloke? The drama. Oh. Plays. Oh, no. Yes. Powerful silences. Literature. Yeah. I don't think Alan Bennett was one for powerful silences. He, he sort of filled the space in a nice way. Oh, with the, like, the transforming sound effects, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Probably a good job I'm not a playwright. Yeah. <clears throat> I should write that play, though. Which one? Um, the Importance of Being in Nothingness. 
Oh, yes. The, the farce quite funny. about Sartre. I think it would be. I just, I feel like I don't deserve to write a play. I well, feel like you, it's taking on airs. You write the play and I'll put the literature in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just want to write a play where a French philosopher's trousers fall down and he says, Mon Dieu! <laughs> and like maybe a cigarette falls out of his mouth because he's just shown his bum to a vicar. Um, and there's a pipe, which is a 2D cutout of a pipe, and everyone panics about it uh, and treats it like an adder. Was, was Marguerite operational around that time? I think it was like 1930s, wasn't it? Yeah, that's about the same. 30s, 40s, 50s? I'm not yeah. sure. Cause, I mean, you've got Simone de Beauvoir, you've got Malo Ponte, you've got Camus. Like, there's a real good roster of intellect like serious intellectuals you could have Bertolt Becht come along and be all like what's this nonsense in a heavy German accent you could well either that or you could have Bertolt Brecht appear oh it's Brecht what's he going to do and he just does the most normal person in a play thing and then leaves because that would be unexpected yeah he does a long monologue about how um, how boring this play is yeah, but it's not, you see. It's the, the voice yeah. of the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anyway. Fair Frendong's effect. Just for fun, we run around the water fucking up. <clears throat> okay, Garfield. Um. <clears throat> Garfield Cat, panel two. Disappointed by cat food. He was looking forward to lasagna, but was not presented with the same. We've all had moments like that. Hey, do you remember when we made meatballs and I decided to grind up a few bullet chilies and put them into one meatball. So the person... Like a Russian roulette. Yeah, so yeah. the person who had that one had to say, that's a spicy meatball! And you were significantly less into this idea than I was. <laughs> yeah, I just I th- wanted a nice dinner. I thought that this was a great joke. I just wanted a nice dinner you without... You thought, Guy has said he's going to cook for me, but now he's turned this into a farce. Yeah, I just wanted a nice dinner without anxiety, and you introduced the most anxiety-inducing thing possible to the scenario. I, I don't think the most anxiety-inducing thing possible is the spicy meat of all. You have no idea the depths of my anxiety. <laughs> Sometimes that's enough to tip a person over the edge. I thought that was genuinely good fun. I know you did. And then you had the meatball just sighed very heavily. I insisted that you had to say it, and then you gave me the meatball. Yeah. And then I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that... <laughs> I still think that's hilarious. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like the kind of two-edged sword, you know? You're not you're not into football, which I appreciate. You know, you're not, not you're, into you're not you're not into Bitcoin, which I appreciate. You you don't become like a Six Nations wanker every every year, which I appreciate. You're not a person of like, you know, brown leather brogues and chinos. Which I appreciate. You, you're an interesting, deeply weird, and I mean that with love. Eccentric, funny, smart, sparky individual, and I love you very, very dearly. But the flip side of that is that sometimes I have to fucking put up <laughs> with spicy meatballs when all I want is a regular boring dinner. There was only one spicy meatball. And from thence the humour derived. Yeah, but I didn't know which one it was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that 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 gave me anxiety. Buy the ticket, take the ride. This is what I mean. Small, small farcical. Ju- life is 
what did you say earlier? Ridiculous to you? A joke. A joke. Oh, yeah. there we Living go. is a joke to Living you. Living is a joke yeah. to you. Well, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes a wife just wants regular <laughs> meatballs. meatballs. That's not regular spicy. meatballs that aren't regular that, where it where it isn't like a you know a perilous activity. A perilous activity where I don't have to worry about an explosion in my mouth in an unpleasant way every time I take a bite. Sometimes you just want that. No, no, you do not. Sometimes, always, it is time for a spicy meat. It is time for. <laughs> A small game. I think I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> Not in the way that you are. <laughs> oh, I think I'm funny. I do. I think you're funny. Your hair looks like guile today. I'll take that. Oh, do you mean the character or do you mean, I mean the like, character? Not the concept. The, 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 the concept of. What's the other word for guile? Um, Gumption? Drive? Isn't it like cunning? Cunning. cunning. Yeah. Your hair looks cunning today. When um, my dad's neighbour came over to help do something in the loft, uh, my dad got a piece of foam and cut it into the shape of this little weird spooky lizard to leave up there as a little, as a little trick, little surprise for the neighbour. See, to me, that's a horrible thing to do <laughs> because you're thanking someone for giving up their time and energy to do you a favour by providing them with a horrible experience. It's like it's like someone's it's like someone's come over to clean your carpets and while they're doing it you just say ah oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> with, a, with a smile on your face. Oh, oh, oh let's get someone to clean our carpets. <laughs> this explains so much. lost guy everyone we've lost him he's gone oh god <laughs> fuck you but it is that's the equivalent that's what was happening oh there. that would be really good no it wouldn't it would be it would be deeply offensive to the person who's cleaning your carpets as a favor it's like someone coming around and making you dinner while you're sick and you go oh i see you've got a fat ass today like, just just be nice just be let people have nice things. Be nice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh. Are you Oh no Are you back with us? Not quite. I'm gonna need a minute. I got Have some water. See if that I got helps. a text from Jack saying that his housemate Neve really doesn't like um mannequins and things like that. Oh no, no, horrible. And she had to be up early in the morning for a work thing. And so he prepared something for her, which was the sofa with a duvet on it and some shoes sticking out of one end and a hat sticking out the other. So it looks like a person. Um, Why? Remember. Why though? <laughs> That's a horrible thing to do to someone when you when you when they've trusted you with like the knowledge of what is one of their fears to then do that. Genuinely, <laughs> like that's a betrayal of trust. <laughs> like someone says to you oh here's one of my fears you know i trust you with this information and then they go away and do something like that you'd never tell them anything again maybe that's why he just wants people maybe to leave him but there's me. a genuine point there oh i want to get someone to clean the carpets i can say fuck you not your oh. family has bad rules 
different. <sighs> Should we get back to Garfield? Are you recovered enough, love? <laughs> oh, dear. Can I have a bit of that water? Yes, please do. <clears throat> uh, so, we're now on to the third panel. Garfield's disappointment has become... Action. Has become action, yeah. Yeah, it's translated into action. <clears throat> uh, John Arbuckle. This is all we see. We do not see the cat. but We see the effects of the cat and the weight of his disappointment. Uh, John Arbuckle is at a... Not quite, maybe 70 degree angle. He's off kilter, he's leaning He's forwards. off kilter, yeah. His arms are bent behind him and waggling. The back of his head is waggling a bit. There's his a lot bum of, is like waggling. Like movement bum waggling there's, lines. There's a lot of movement. And the reason... He's been, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, the reason is that he has been struck from by something from behind. With tremendous force. And that something is the food dish. It says Garfield on it. It has food in it and food leaving it. For it's because flying out. It's travelling at speed. There is a huge, thick movement line um it's like a rocket from garfield yeah. um, and, and it hits him square on the back of his head it looks a little bit like a sailor hat it does yeah end. so so it's hit him on the back of the head in such a way that the um concave section of the dish um has it's molded itself like neatly on the back onto the back of um john arbuckle's head and that's caused the cat food to splat and he out. looks incredibly startled he is shocked there's a tremendous dynamism to this the food is flying out it's it's hit the back of his head, and some of it is sort of gr- like covering his ears, and sort of it's coming... it's travelling in the direction in which it was flung. It, isn't yes, it? it's beginning to cover his head, but it's also shooting out away from it. Uh, John's mouth is open, his eyes are wide, his hands are sort of behind his back and, and waggling. He is a very shocked man. Yeah, there is a real dynamism and a, yeah. a real movement to this. Yeah, um, <clears> and <throat> and this is the consequence of um, Garfield. Having so been denied his, his lasagna. Yeah. Yeah, he's thrown the food dish at John, which is, again, very rude, very disrespectful. Um, but it kind of shows us the power dynamic between Garfield yes. and John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle. Um, large. perpetual cock. Yeah. Now, now th- I, do you like this comic? Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The concept of this comic is not particularly funny to me. No. The cat wants lasagna and gets cat food and is grumpy about it. Like... It's a tailor's oldest time. Yeah, that's that's a workaday bread and butter. Like, fine. However, the execution of it is quite each funny. Individual panel is very good. It's quite funny. The first Garfield, very charming, cute face, just blissed off his little feline tits. Panel two, a very disappointed Garfield. Panel three, a really dynamic drawing, a very shocked John. He's been struck with force. The way the cat food is covering his head and flying out. It's funny. It's it is, a dynamic it's, it's funny. and funny drawing. Um, and I think one of the things for me, as I was saying about how, you know, D- Davis at this point has these these full buckets of ideas mm. um, and he's picking the choice ones off the top at yeah. this point. he's He's got, um, you know, essentially here, Garfield likes lasagna. He doesn't get lasagna. He's disappointed. And he's a rude a cat. Consequence how would a rude he's cat react rude. to yeah. strong disappointment? Um, and, and, and it's funny because cats, you know, they're not traditionally seen as strong or um my cat would powerful throw animals a food bowl yeah out yeah, my head. yeah he's anthropomorphizing <clears throat> the cat i can never say that word um cats it's quite easy it's three letters <laughs> see other um, people laugh at their husbands or with their husbands i should say because you do laugh at your husband i always do this is very... so for those of you that are writing in to talk about how rudely catherine treats me <laughs> Please set this as one of your examples. Um, no, but 
yeah, this is sort of this is an idea of it, yeah, it's a basic idea, but it's executed quite nicely, and it's not one that we've seen before, and it would have been you know relatively fresh at yep. the time. Um, and it, it's hard, as I know we've said before, to kind of put aside the 30, 40 odd years yeah. of, of intermittent so Garfield. Garfield from Capital G Garfield. Yeah. Um, but actually, this is quite cute. It's cute. Like, I. If I, you know, if I'd seen this in a newspaper without the mm. weight of history of Garfield, yes. this is one that I would feasibly have, like, cut out and put on the little corkboard next to my desk in the office with the typewriter and the, yeah. you know, the old Baker Light phone I, I can see that. in 1978. It's, I, I think it's slightly less than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Or yeah. rather, I, mm, I don't know. The the gag of it isn't as good as the execution of it. No, I think no. I'm, I now think you know the film Yesterday, where a bloke has a head injury and wakes up in a world where the Beatles weren't. I know of it. I've not seen it because so, I yeah, can't think of anything less appealing. He's got, he's yeah. got time. Um, and so he's like, well, I'm going to be a the Beatles, and he sings some of the Beatles songs and does good sings and gets yeah. all famous. If you sliders into a dimension. Tomorrow. You wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, our Garfield podcast is doing quite well. And I said, what's Garfield? Would you, with what you know about Garfield and your ability to draw, you are a very skilled artist. That's chickenscratch.co.uk. Would you become the Jim Davis of that world and make a Garfield? I don't... Well, there's a principle and there's a practice. Hmm. The principle is, I mean, you know... It's gonna make some money, I guess. Why not? Um, oh, for our sake! Oh, for, for our sake! sake. For God's sake! Yeah. Um, but the practice of it is that um, I don't think you could create a Garfield today. Do you not? No, I think there's the the market is too saturated. It's impossible to you know to to lift one's head above the parapet unless you're a shitty YouTuber who is a Nazi, basically, because the you know the a lot of common media appeals to the lowest common denominator. Um, and therefore it gets either outrage shares or agreement shares. And I, I think this is so milquetoast and bland that it would just fly under the radar. Well, I mean, this is a world like the yesterday world but, where a man being the Beatles is good. Yeah, but the idea itself is not... It's not... It, it's become iconic only because, you know, it was born at a time when there was no... You know, fewer fish in the pool. Fewer fish in the pool, yeah. And also, you know, there are <clears> much, <throat> much more closed routes to publication and... The qualities of Garfield, which made it so successful in the 70s and 80s and 90s, which are that it's, you know, really middle of the road, very appealing, um, are precisely the opposite of the qualities that are required now in order to get content media out into the world, which are that you have to be outrageous and, you know, um, uh, capital letters and, oh, my God, react and, you know, all the rest of it. Okay, um, let's let's go back. 20 years, early 2000s, the dawn of webcomics, your pennies are... Oh, 100%. Starting. You'd, you'd be able Garfield's to get a following. Bigger. I think you'd be able to get a bit of a following. So a Garfield could survive at the a dawn l- of webcomics. A little, potentially, but again, it it's sort of a bit, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have anything that appeals to the kind of demographic that were online in the early 2000s. Do you think this, same... this appeals to, <clears throat> you know, kids reading the newspapers for the funnies. It, it appeals to grown-ups who like... Calendars of baskets of kittens. I count myself. I was going to say you would enjoy. I would enjoy that. Of of the people that I know, (laughs) right up there at the top of people who might enjoy a calendar with a basket full of kittens. You are. See, even the thought. Look, they'd be tumbling all over themselves. They would. One of them's got a little flower on their head. Ah. Yeah. That's quite nice. Yeah. 
It yeah. is one of them's like having a go at some string, and uh. another one's having a go at that one's tail. Yep. Do you reckon Gary Larson, like, if the same thing happened, but you you were the far side, would that have thrived, or is that the wrong I, sort? I of think weird? that's that that's like out of space ball? and time. Gary, the far side. The ideas are so good, and the execution is so funny that I think it would be successful wherever he threw it. That's it's just one of those promising. things. I think it's just you know, it's it's funny. It, it is in in and of itself. It's just it's funny. The far side is just funny. It's it's always interesting thinking about these things of the time when they were written, like the the original Ch- uh, Charles Adams drawings that became Adam's oh the Adams family, family. Yeah, they were satirizing American life, mm. like the idea that these people are 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 so gruesome, but uh, uh, like obeying a, a particular set of like societal standards or moral standards and all of that. And that's that was like satirical of its time, and it's now almost impossible. I can see my copy of My Crowd by Charles Adams from where I'm sitting. It's impossible to look at those without thinking of Raoul Julia as as yeah. Gomez, Christopher Lloyd as Fester, and like without it's hard to separate them from the Adams family. Kind and just look of, at those drawings. but at the same time, I think those are also timeless because there are certain conservative small c values which will always be deserving of satirizing. Um, the yeah. the hypocrisy of the nuclear family unit, in which on you know to to the outside world all is perfect and you know little white picket fences and all the rest of it, whereas <laughs> internally you know the the ghastly things are going on, um, and and in in. American society that happens well, under here, it happens across society, you know, that, that this kind of people are very concerned with external image, whereas in the Adams household, they look ghastly, but they're actually all really nice I mean, on the inside. They love each other, even if they do like, blow each other yes, up. They're, they're nice in you their know. own way. The, yeah. the image of Pugsley um, in his room putting up another warning sign, yeah. and the room is just Plastered covered with in them. Bridge yeah. out, dead end, yeah. no road ahead, warning, <laughs> flood. Yeah. Like all of the and then the the little jump it takes you to realise that he has taken these and made these areas significantly more dangerous and deadly as a result. It's, it's very funny. That yes, it's that's, very good. That is timeless. Yeah. There's a it's it's shocking and it's, and it's, but not and, and, in a yeah, and it and it's beca- it's partly it. because, you know, I'm stating the obvious here, but it needs to be stated in the context. The the expectation of the child in, you know, the kind of white, white Christian hegemony yeah. is, you know, they'll they'll be perfect little angels who would never do anything like that. Of course they don't, you know. And and Charles Schultz approached that in one way yes. and Adams approached it in another. Um and I think there's a more of a truth <clears throat> more of a truth to that than there ever will be from, you know, the disgusting evangelical preachers on the news saying, you know, among their own God channels, you know. God hates you unless you give me 10% of your income. I'll give you a magic hanky and your children will obey you. Well, fuck off. No, your children hate you because you're a domineering shit. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the way it goes. But but the, the the that kind of mindset is incapable of understanding that. So you know, that's where it comes from. We do occasionally veer onto being thoughtful. Yeah, sometimes. During this. Yeah. And then other times we talk about bums and the inherent humour yeah. thereof. Um, any further thoughts on this? Not particularly. We... No, as I say, I, did, I, I wouldn't. I'd, you know, I'd have possibly it, cut is, it, cut it out charming. of the newspaper, stuck it on my cork board, and yeah. you know, while I was doing my secretarial work or whatever it was. This is it's it's very charming. Like I, each drawing is very sweet, it's very funny, yeah. and I like the um, the 
action. The, the, the denouement. I don't think I'd laugh out loud. There's, I said this to you off, off air. There is one Garfield comic that I genuinely laughed out loud at. <laughs> and I don't know whether to show it to you in advance or wait for you. Oh, reaction. no, definitely wait. Definitely wait. Because it's it's genuinely good. <laughs> it genuinely... The holy grail I, of Garfield I comics. I laughed out loud. I don't know if I would have laughed out loud 32 episodes ago. I think I might. Anyway, that's 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 a few a few episodes. But it's away. almost a futile exercise, isn't it? Because you can only ever exist in the here and now. You know, in any, the here and here, any anything else is, um, yeah. And this is why a, living is a joke because it's inherently absurd. There's only the, the self- it is inherently absurd, but there is also space for nice things to enjoy in the here and now. There is also space there's for kittens and baskets, kittens baskets for flowers, but there's also space for, for gentle for, gardening, for trick there, food. There is, but sometimes if a person says, no, I don't want a spicy meatball, please just bring me a regular dinner, and that person is ignored in favour of spicy uh, now, meatballs. I, hey, now then, let's not pretend that this spicy meatball scenario was foisted on you. There was I mean, I was less sun- than enthusiastic. You were less enthusiastic than I was, but I think my enthusiasm made up for the pair of us. Mm. That's a spicy meatball! <sighs> you know, from, right. the, from the advert. Yeah, from the advert, I know. From the- the advert that, the that then Jim Carrey did in the mask. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, folks, that comes from... <sighs> wow. Uh, there was an advert for Alka-Seltzer, uh, where the advert was the filming of an advert, and the man was a stereotypical Italian-American eating a meatball, and he'd eat a meatball and say, that's a spicy meatball! And then the director would say, cut, okay, go again, now try it like this. And so he'd keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And the idea being he has overeaten. He's had too many spicy meter balls and would have to have an Alka-Seltzer to settle his stomach. Um, and that's just become like a weird sort of yeah. cultural... It's become a bit a of a spicy weird cultural meatball. touch point. Um, if... Um, uh, you want a soft-boiled free... egg, put it on right now. Oh, my God. No, I was going to say, um, this is a... Oh, I might have an egg. You could fry might, an egg. Oh, I might have an egg sandwich. Fry an egg and have some pulled pork with it. Um, anyway, so um, really interesting episode of the podcast Sawbones, um, which is um, by uh, Justin and Sydney McElroy. One of the myriad McElroys. Hundreds of Put them. a gun to my head and I would not be able to McElroys. tell you which McElroy was which. Not even looking at the fuckers. Like the voices and the names, they exist in two completely different... <laughs> I know there's a Justin, there's a Travis, yeah. and there's a... Griffin. Gary. Griffin. Yeah. There's a Griffin. <laughs> But there's all there's just a variety of different sounds. There's a lot of there's so many a, McElroys, I lose track of them. It, and they do melange. so much content. Anyway, um Sawbones is genuinely very interesting podcast. I'm giving them some free publicity here to the two people who <laughs> listen to this. Um but yeah, no, so it's about um sort of medical history. And they did an episode on Alka Seltzer, which was genuinely fascinating because there's so many of these things often I should say Sydney McElroy is actually a doctor. Oh, a medical I guess doctor. It was short for Alan Seltzer, the inventor of <laughs> No, so what it was was like it was originally like a kind of, you know, cure all tonic. Um, you know, of the sort of, um, you know, roll up, Tinctures. roll up, have some of this tincture kind Moxie. of thing. Yeah. Um, and um, eventually they, they, you know, the kind of times changed. And to cut a long story short, they invented the problem of, you know, sluggishness and bloating and decided, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just sell that for Alka-Seltzer. So there's absolutely no evidence <clears throat> whatsoever that it does anything for um, overeating or hangovers or anything. I think it's got um, aspirin in it, hasn't it? That's the only thing that has a, a well, medi- medication sort of effect, and that helps with the headache. That's the Listerine only thing. invented halitosis. It was a floor cleaner. 
Really? Mm-hmm. I, I believe, yeah. I as did far, not as far know as I that. recall, it was a floor cleaning product, and they found a different way to sell it, like dilute it further, made up halitosis as a condition. And it's that we've invented a problem that we've found that we're yeah. selling you the solution yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just marketing and capitalism and throughout like, the entire 20th and 21st century. Like there was centuries. a Dr. Lister yeah. who did that. And I wonder if Dave Lister was called Dave Lister in Red Dwarf because he was a disgusting, dirty slob in comparison to Dr. Lister. I think that might be a little bit of a deep cut, but it'd be interesting well, if like, it was. Uh, and I wouldn't put it past the writers. Like in Futurama. Owls are the predominant pests. Yes. Yeah. So is that a Blade Runner joke? <laughs> of course it is. Because famously in Blade Runner, yeah, there there's are no, no owls. owls. Yeah. Nice owl, is it real? Yeah. Of course not, there are no owls. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, you know, if you've got something to sell but it's not selling, invent a problem and then you know, get around to sell it. Do Women, you feel... are you worried about your eyebrows? Have these tweezers. Are you worried about your skin? Have this skincare thing. Do you feel a yeah. sense of strange malaise? Once a week, do you find yourself in need of a spiritual uplift? Do you find yourself sometimes wondering, where did I leave my house keys? For just £3 a month, we can solve your problems. Sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash idlmpodcast. Give us £3 a month and we'll give you the world. That, none of that is legit. I'm too legit to quit, mate. You, you, that, that is all legally actionable. None of what Guy has just said is, is true. That, is that legally actionable? I think you're over-promising that. I think the trading standards might have something to say. I think if trading standards listens... This podcast will give you Marxie, though. Sometimes Not the cat. She goes meow. Yeah. Will it give you pep? And It'll vim. give you pep and vim and vigor. Pep and vim. Yeah. Liven up your day with Old Man Kelly's signature tonic. Yeah. Made with cocaine and cocaine <laughs> and cocaine and cocaine. With a delicious flavour that will soothe a wife, calm a child, and temper arousal. <laughs> yeah, that's. Sort of what this is. Yeah. yeah. Calming child, soothe the wife and temper around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the sort of you know, tinctures and patent medicine. Yeah. The history of like snake oil is fine. I think snake oil peddlers are the lowest of the low. Oh, I they're think, basically today's anti-vaxxers yeah, and, I, like, and YouTubers. And, I mean, modern you know, day yeah. snake oil salesmen, fucking homeopaths, all oh, yeah. of it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they exist in the same space for me as people who will tell you that they can talk to your dead relatives yeah. and they yeah. give false Absolute lowest comfort of the low. to yeah. people yeah, yeah. in the worst. I like, oh boy, they ain't cool. No. But their history and the the imagery of it, like the travelling oh, yeah, yeah, salesman yeah. with like his leather doctor's satchel of... Yeah, the, the trappings of mm. respectability and professionalism. Yeah, putting out, like opening a and tent... And the kind of halo, you know, related the to the, the sort of halo effect of... You know, that person um, is wearing a clean pressed shirt and is white and yes. has neatly pressed hair and speaks, and very, speaks well. very well and therefore they must be competent. Mm. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, and it's such a hard thing to get over because oh. we're socialised as, as as social communal creatures to see that. And you, you have to have a lot of metacognitive skill to be able to go, hang on a minute, that's bollocks. I'm a sucker for an authority figure. I hate being I know told you what are. to do. Yeah. But if I see something written down, I'll think, well, shit, I believe that with my heart and soul because it's written down. I'm, I'm like the opposite. It's I'm why, extremely obstreperous. It's why like Twitter <laughs> is so dangerous because I'll see something get three retweets and it'll just be like the most wild take you can imagine. Like if you, if you feed your cats at seven o'clock, you're an abusive piece of shit. Or like, you know, just yeah, something yeah. fucking nonsense. And I'll read that and think, like, oh, shit, people agree with this. Am I the one in the wrong? It's like, no. no the no, the no. internet no. has given everyone 
a loud hailer. Every and single, that's no good. every single idiot fucker with an opinion. And an opportunity. Two idiot yeah. fuckers with opinions. Yeah. And giving them an opportunity we are to spread not it. Lifting ourselves above this. We oh no! Again, None metal, of us are immune to propaganda. Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah. Like. Yeah. An incredibly prescient yeah. video Very game. Prescient. Just contextless content. Yeah. But it's it's poisoning a, our brain. It's a it's a really good thing to approach the internet with. It's the kind of. Um, a real the real the sense so everything you read on the internet you should approach with a a, a background um, melody of this is bollocks yeah. and then and then look for reasons why it might not be rather than the other yes. way around. The person wrote this did it to influence me to benefit themselves. Yeah, this and is bullshit. That level of skepticism is a good way. Take the egg off the boil for yeah. the love of God. Have a dippy egg. That's probably about a dippy egg time. That's yeah. Well, I might just... have a dippy egg, or or no, I might have a an eggy dip. boiled egg sandwich. That's a fucked up thing to do, a boiled egg sandwich. Yeah, oh no! A bit of mayonnaise. Okay, right. So you're you're thinking chop up the egg, mix it. Yeah, with mayo. some mayo. Right. Imagine have we got mayonnaise. Two, I don't think we've got two, any mayonnaise. Yeah, but we've got eggs. We can make mayonnaise. Eggs in the bamacks. Put oh, the don't... egg in the oil and go. <laughs> and it makes a mayonnaise. Um, I've tried that and it doesn't work. It does. I've, we don't have I've a thing for it. it, but I, we I have can. Got the thing. No, I've made it in the um the mini. The mini food processor, mini food processor is good for that. But let, I might actually do that. Let me share my very good idea yes. with you. So you're did thinking, you bring the olive oil in yesterday? I don't know. From the barbecue. Well, who can tell? Probably, maybe. Anyway, an egg. An egg. Like a bird's egg. Like a bird's egg. Um, oh, sandwich. Shit, that didn't get put in the fridge. Never mind. Flat, flat boiled. What didn't get put in the fridge? The salad dressing. Ah, be a flat boy. The flatbread. Don't chop the egg. Have several eggs. Place them on the bread. And have the sandwich of like squash eggs. No, don't squash it. Just put the other bread on top and have it as a whole egg. So you have to do like a big mouth. I mean, I guess, but I'd just separate them out, like, and eat a whole egg. I would eat a whole boiled egg and have and will. But this isn't. That's that's not a complicated game. That's not a difficult trick. I don't want. I don't want to inconvenience myself. This is the thing. You you constantly want to inconvenience yourself. And yes. by extension, other people. Yeah, like not going for a wee because yeah. it'll be exciting. Yeah, later and sometimes, and to. sometimes there are those of us who exist on this earth who recognise that it's already a den of iniquity <laughs> and a, and a place of of nonsense and horror. And any tiny little bit of of comfort or satisfaction or joy that we can we can glean from it, the the merest fragments of something even approaching contentment, we will grasp onto them. And then you come along with your ideas about boiled eggs and spicy meatballs. Spicy meatballs. And I appreciate that you enjoy the joke, but some of us just want a meatball. That's a bally meat spice. I need another cup of tea. That's all for the comments. Sonic wind over 11 years ago. Let this be a lesson to you, John. When it's lasagna day, make lasagna. Well, the assumption here is that John lasagna has not has made been, lasagna. Yeah, that, lasagna has been lasagna's made. Lasagna's been made. It's, it's just none of, it, none of it is given to Garfield because Garfield is a fucking cat. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, yeah. Galactic Yoshi over 10 years ago. Boom. Headshot. Oh, um, like the Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Mm. So Quake 3 or Unreal Tournament? You three rocks. UT sucks. Mm. Do you have a preference? No, Quake I never played Unreal? them. Real tournament's good for you can get it for free. I might get on Real Tournament and become a become a gamer. I like how since you've had your amazing new computer, like the only games that you've thought to play are ones like Half Life. I'm going to play Half Life. It's good enough to play Half Life too. Like this computer is outrageously powerful. Which tells everyone everything you need to know about when you and I were yes were playing games. Uh, There's a reply to Galactic Yoshi. 
And the reply is as follows. He got JFK. Holy wow. Woof. <laughs> this That's is, spicy. <laughs> this is Volvo the face borrower, the premium member. Wow, the, six days ago. The sinister commenter that we discovered. Fuck. Um, I mean... He got JFK. On a technicality, he's not wrong, but I think if JFK had been hit in the back of a head with a cat bowl, things would have turned out very differently. That's a spicy meatball. That is a spicy meatball. Angel wow. Princess and... Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Angel Princess 72 over 10 years ago says, Ouch, cat food hurts. Artaka913. Make lasagna on Thursday now, okay, John? He did make lasagna. He did make lasagna. It's just not for Garfield. You are. Simpleton. There is a lack of intellectual rigour to to many Garfield readers. And therein lies the appeal. Mm. How many other people do you think sit with their spouses and decide to spend over an hour (laughs) analysing a single Garfield strip? No one. As we've firmly established, we are the only husband and wife Garfield review yeah, but, but they on might, the internet. They, not, they might not podcast it. They might just do it. Like, you know, darling, it's it's time for your daily ball crunching. Like, oh, okay, yes. Have you seen that picture? It's I have. The lions. Yeah. Um, I'm, not impl- I'm not saying this is the equivalent to a lioness biting my testicles. I quite enjoy this, and I wouldn't enjoy that, despite having, you know, watched Lion King yesterday, and Nala is obviously well fit. I don't want her to bite. I feel like I... You, you lost me. Okay. You lost me about 20 seconds ago. Um, Snoopy will do the same thing, says M.I. Volo the face borrower six days ago. I don't think Snoopy would, but I respect your opinion. <laughs> what the fuck? I this clown think, I, coming along and just, just being magnanimous in the Garfield comments. I don't think this is a listener. There's something weird about this individual. Yeah. They appeared yesterday on the on the scary one. They've got this premium member thing. Can we, like, is that a... Oh, they've got a profile, which I shall never look at. No. But, weird. John, never forget to feed Garfield's food, especially when it's lasagna, says Dark Ages. John, never forget to feed Garfield's food. That could be someone with English as a second language or something. Something about the sentence structure that doesn't quite gel for me, but it doesn't gel in a way that indicates that someone's... Could the apostrophe be a contraction of his? Feed Garfield his food. Yeah, maybe. But John hasn't forgotten to feed Garfield. He's He's just given him different food. Uh, Which is probably more nutritionally appropriate. Yeah. So actually, John... John is looking after the cat food. It's an act of love, what John is doing in giving Garfield his cat food. Is this me and you? In this specific situation, are you John Arbuckle and I am Garfield the cat attempting to do something demonstrably bad for me? And then getting and cross when you, you're like, yeah. have a vegetable guy. Yeah. You haven't pooed in three days. And when you did, it was a railway. Yeah. What are they called? Sleeper. Yes. A rail <laughs> train. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Sometimes I have to suggest that you eat a vegetable. It's... And maybe come to bed now rather than at one o'clock in the morning. And Elden Ring won't play itself. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes it's a little bit like very gently herding because because you have the the as we were sort of listening to another podcast yesterday that said that like ADHD is a thing where like one of the big characteristics of it is where people with ADHD often generalizing wildly but often will hate making decisions but also hate being told what to do yes. which puts anyone who loves that person in a complete double bind. It also puts them in. <laughs> oh, absolutely, of course it does. Yeah, it's it's ghastly for all concerned. 
but in the sense that so I'll say like you know oh what should we have for dinner and you go and then I'll be like oh should we have this oh no I don't want vegetables you'll uh, say what should we have for dinner I'll say oh we've not had pork belly for a while and you go no I don't want pork belly well Well, why ask me the the thing is that's a classic example of me being all like well we should have some vegetables you can eat a vegetable with a pork belly I just push it to the side Anyway, cartoonist Frank about eight years ago says, wow, Garfield looks different here than how I remember him. Not much of a fucking cartoonist if you're not looking into the history of it, are you, Frank? Unless you mean Frank in the sense of being very plain talking. Wow. And even then. Do you, want to see, do you want to hear my impression of Frank Miller? No, I was I was just like, I was agreeing with you. I do you want to like... hear my impression of Frank Miller? Okay. Here's your fucking flower. Why? Why is that Frank Miller? Oh, he, Miller. Because he's a mill. He's a Miller. Right. And he's very... Yeah. Frank. Yeah, You're in that mood today, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um Dark Light says oof and then follows up saying headshot uh, in bold and caps. Yeah. I can't uh, pronounce this name. Um serves you right. Okay. Penna Rays 24 Penna says serves, but serves. Like maybe because tennis or because serving Dinner, food. Yeah. They might be trying to make a joke. Garfield fan 108 says National Lasagna Day actually exists. It wasn't long before this comic was published. It's July 9th, 29. Was National Lasagna Day a thing in 1978, though? That's the question we all need to ask ourselves in order to put this in its proper historical context. Crendel over three years ago. This general joke was redone a few times during the strip's run. Yes, we know. We know. Crendel, wow. Yeah. Make a podcast about it, you fucking loser. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Jacob C. Bear over three years ago. (gasps) There's one. Bear. His food looked like it's black, like it was burnt, XD. It's cat food from a tin. It's cat food. Fucking hell. Vets Worldwide 3327, who is qualified to have an opinion on this, hate lasagna and love it. Hate lasagna and love it. I don't understand Hates that. Hate lasagna and love it. Hate lasagna and love it. Three replies to that. <laughs> Shall we uh, see yeah. what we Potato Man is back. You are confusing, yes. Bird friend slash squirrel flow. <laughs> That's a very powerful username. Mm. It's lasagna. Bird friend squirrel flow. Foe, not lasagna. So someone here um, very avidly correcting someone's very spelling. Avian, avian, avianly avianly. correcting. Yeah. Hate lasagna and love it. Hate lasagna and love it. <laughs> I think that's giving me a stroke. Scribbles, almost two years ago. School lunch be like, hey kids, it's pizza day. Then they serve meatloaf. Yeah, fair enough. Gregory Limmons with a terrifying icon um, and also a premium member says, what an insult. Yep. Okay. Wubnub six days ago with a a very powerful avatar of a buff buff Garfield Garfield. says, I am literally Garfield. I am, comma, literally Garfield. Okay. Um, Majestic Amaya six days ago, the Garf. Did not like that. Did not like that. Vulo the face borrower again. There's lots of premium members happening. Someone commented 32 minutes ago while we were doing this. Oh my god. Uh, Volvo the face borrower six days ago. John got JFK. Again, yeah. Cookie one three seven one. As we were recording this podcast, commented. John should know Thursday is lasagna. John knows Thursday <laughs> is lasagna day. John makes la- it's fucking Garfield. John, John makes lasagna for John. For John, not on for Thursdays. Garfield. That's where the it's not lasagna for Garfield's day. Yep. it's not. Jo- 
fuck it. He's... Lasagna's been made. It's just for people. It's a person food. Yeah. John's doing the right lasagna, thing. Lasagna, a good lasagna has got garlic in it and you shouldn't give garlic to cats. Cats, Garlic is, is poisonous to cats. Cats should not eat anything with garlic in it. You've said in previous podcasts that Garfield isn't a cat. I don't want to relitigate this because we're at an hour and 15 in. Fuck. And I, need I, I've, tea. I need the toilet and have done for a while. I thought you never needed the toilet. Well, that's what my T-shirt says. But again, <laughs> life is a place of mischief. <laughs> uh, speaking of mischief, people encourage us to do this. They and do. we are outrageously grateful for it. Is it those um, two? Yes. So today we are thanking two of our Patreons, people who have gone to patreon.com slash IDLM podcast. Thank you very much, And everyone. they've chipped us a couple of quid a month. £3 a month gets you early release episodes. £6 a month gets you that plus essays. How's your essay going, Kat? Uh, what's the date today? The 18th. Uh. <laughs> Good. Going well. Um, we're also to be fair, I do my best work when I'm when you're under a when deadline. I'm under a deadline. Uh, yeah. We're also planning on recording a Patreon exclusive might, podcast. Might be a deep dive rather than a kind of you know opinion piece. It might mm. be a Garfield and Friends. Might be a little dive. bit of a history, yeah. Or I might I might watch the first episode of Garfield and Friends or something and just do a little bit of a summary. Nice, yeah. I like that. Yes, um, should we do our Patreon exclusive episode? Yeah, I think that would be quite fun. Maybe. I don't. It might need to be later because my voice is going. Oh there. God, not today. not today! I thought it would be funny to do the first one next Saturday because that's my birthday. Yeah, and the but, Patreon. Yeah, we'll see. Well, should we announce what the Patreon exclusive thing is, or should we? Yeah, should yeah, we keep yeah, that in yeah, our back pocket? yeah. No. Uh, we will be releasing an exclusive series for Patreon backers called "I Don't Like Birthdays," <laughs> where every week or two weeks. Oh, it probably have to be every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I and then Cat and I and then Cat. We'll go through a Garfield strip that was released on a birthday of ours. Um, and I guess the yeah, idea... Yeah, so start with mine, I guess, because I was born early. first. Yeah. Or we could start on mine because it's next week and that's my actual birthday. That's true, we'll start with yours. Or we could start. I don't mind. Well, It'll be interesting to see how Garfield changes over time. I think that way we'll get a much bigger change because it'll be once a year. I'm also looking forward to an opportunity to reminisce about birthdays. Yes, and we'll be able to talk yeah. about birthdays. I think, I think yeah. that'll be quite sweet. That'll be charming. So if you enjoy listening to this and would like basically more of it, but in a slightly different direction, do that. And then we will thank you. And we will thank you just like this. Um, thank you very much, Sean D. Soleil, um, for your support on Patreon. We really appreciate that. It's incredibly kind of you and it helps with the hosting and it helps with the motivation and it helps kind of, you know, get this out, which, you know, some people have told us they really enjoy. So thank yeah. you. And thank you, Neil D. Corbett, uh, for also supporting yeah, us on Patreon. Thank you very it's, much for your support. It, it pays for the hosting. It helps us when times are hard. And it's a goad to make us record yeah. more of these episodes. We really we appreciate it. it really appreciate it. Um, and I'd just like to say thank you, particular thank you to those of you who subscribed at the, um, at the six, six pound level. Um, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed writing last month's essay and I'm looking forward to doing this month's. And I hope that you found it interesting, informative. Yeah. Um even just, you know, like a momentary three minutes distraction. Um, yeah. Oh, and of course, uh, thank you, Louis D. Strong. Oh, yes. Thank you, Louis. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you'd like to tweet at us or communicate with us, we are on Twitter at IDLM Podcast. We are also IDLM Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Yeah. Has anyone sent us their thoughts? No, I don't think so. But people, people are, people people are being more to, active on the Patreon. I want people nice. to send us... Um, their emailed thoughts. Under no circumstances do I want any post. No. Um, if people would like to find Kat's artwork, go to chickenscratch.co.uk where you can get some lovely, genuinely 
lovely and whimsical and bum-based yeah, artwork. I'm thinking of doing good. some new stuff to put up there as well. So. Uh, you can also find Cat on Twitter and Wangleberry. You can. Um, you can find Guy on Twitter at Brain Mage, um, and every day, usually every day on a weekday, um, Guy can be found at around about one o'clock UK time, uh, streaming cryptic crosswords on Twitch, and you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Brain Mage to watch those. Um, really nice time, really fun chat, lovely group of people, cursed, cursed. <laughs> very cursed content. Um, but yeah, there's a really lovely little community that's been built up around that, um, and it's just been quite nice as well, hasn't it? I mean, it started out as like a kind of lockdown oh god we're all mm. stuck inside thing but it's just kind of stayed as a yeah. this is a nice thing to do um yeah nice um well i think that's all there is to it thank you very much for joining us folks we hope you have a lovely day um if you liked this and you've got the time please do leave us a review on apple podcasts or similar yeah, because then help. this pushes us out to more people and um as we've already established it's impossible to get an audience yes. unless you are a terrible person these uh, we days. are terrible people but not that way and yeah. my final thoughts uh hate lasagna and love it hate lasagna and love it um it is thursday my dudes read that out again oh no you're, you're not going to read out again, are you? you're just going to laugh at goblin me. goblin goblin bye bye <laughs>